Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. center of the galaxy this is the force center podcast feed we are back with another edition of our main show the super star destroyer of our fleet force center i am joseph scrimshaw you would normally be hearing the dulcet tones of mr ken knapsack right now but ken is very very busy as we're recording he's at san diego comic-con he is working for screen junkies he is buried in uh, cameras and fans and friends and probably beer and questionable hot dogs but there's so much going on uh, with star wars uh, that jennifer and i wanted to get together so i'm here with the wonderful jennifer landa thank you i am glad that we were able to come together uh step away from the awesomeness of comic-con 
to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, we both made sort of like uh, sneaky ninja missions into San Diego Comic-Con, returned early. Yes, in out. So we could be slightly hotter here in Los Angeles. Oh my gosh, tell me about it. (laughs) I thought Lee San Diego would be a lot cooler with a nice ocean breeze. No such luck. Nope, it was a lie. It looked cool and was very, very, very hot. Hot, like Mustafar hot. It was so hot. <laughs> yeah, I did see some people get kind of close to the bay, and then they just ignited in flames. Really? Much like Anakin. Yeah. I'm not surprised. It was very disturbing. <laughs> so, uh, as you regular fans who listen know that we can't record as regularly as we want, so sometimes we're a little behind the news, sometimes we're right on top of the news, uh, like a Jawa right in Toronto. That was an obscure one for you. Love it. <laughs> a little special edition reference. So we're going to be talking about some news from Celebration that we haven't had a chance to talk about. And then we're going to be talking about some minty fresh stuff that's been going on at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, one of the things that really excited me from Celebration was the confirmation, kind of a quiet, no big deal confirmation from Ryan Johnson that Episode 8 is going to begin right where Episode 7 left off. Right. That a lot of us were kind of guessing from seeing the footage. Right. And then he had a quote of like, yeah, it just seemed natural. And then I kind of forgot that that's never been done in Star Wars before. Yeah, we will not be seeing any sort of time jump, which is interesting because as I'm sure many of you guys have seen on Instagram, Daisy Ridley has been posting a ton of her workout videos and she is getting ripped. Yeah. So I'm curious to see like how her character actually evolves physically you know as she's going through the training with with luke it's kind of in sync with her training with her trainer in real life um but it would have been kind of interesting to see her two years later after she has been training with luke you know and getting her at that fighting stage yeah i'm I'm wondering if there still is going to be that sort of training montage of an ambiguous amount of time Mm. later Mm -hmm. and who knows maybe the force makes you ripped really fast I want, I want that. How can I, can I make that happen? <laughs> it happened with Luke on Dagobah. He was there for two weeks, and he was eating nothing but soup, and that must have been really good for him because he beefed soup. up real quick with Yoda on his back and soup in his belly. <laughs> but yeah, I'm fascinated by how they're going to handle the crawl. I think that's everybody's initial reaction. Like, mm. oh, the time jump, kind of narratively, that's different, but what does that do to the crawl? Very good point. And I'm still really hoping that they break the system and go crazy and do like a sort of cold open James Bond like <gasps> we get the thrill of what are Luke's first words because we don't want to miss that Oh my after gosh. waiting all this time. So we get that scene and then the crawl. Wow. That would be really interesting and shaking things up. I mean, already with Rogue One, there's the talk that they're not going to do the crawl. But if they really switch things around. Yeah. I don't know. Will fans accept that? Will I accept that? Um, I think it would be kind of satisfying yeah. to see that moment. I think it will. It would be a nice surprise because I think if the film just starts and there is the moment of what is Luke going to say? Mm-hmm. Is he just going to take the lightsaber and throw it over the cliff and tell her to leave? Like, <laughs> I think you'd be so immersed in that moment. How could you be like, uh, where's the crawl? You know? Right. Um. Yeah. And then maybe they could use the crawl to then. Flash forward yeah. to a next. Scene. I want that. I don't. That's not my prediction, though. Mm. I think that you're going to use the crawl to tell you kind of what else is going on in the galaxy that's going to inform the story that we didn't see while Ray was flying to wherever Luke Good to Octu. Right. Meanwhile, in the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Oh, that's that's so interesting. Um... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Um I really appreciate Ryan Johnson. He gives us just just enough information for me to be satisfied as a fan, but not too much where I'm like, okay, back off. I don't need to know any spoilers. I don't want to start putting things together, the story-wise. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is being a master at offering flavor. Yeah, exactly. Flavor from all all the photos that he's sharing on Tumblr and Instagram. You know, even if it's just like the ceiling. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's refreshing because it's just, or not refreshing, but like uh, comforting. Because it's like, oh, that's a Star Wars ceiling. Yeah. (laughs) Can't wait to see a Star Wars movie. That looks like a Star Wars ceiling. Oh, that's Star Wars trash. That was my favorite one. It was just a photo of a bag of trash. And the best was the comment section, which is like, 
is this Star Wars Episode Eight trash, or is this just his trash? Right. So. What was what was even in it? Was it like a McDonald's wrapper or something? Um, there was paper and co- a coffee cup. I remember that. Ooh. The coffee cup was very prominent. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm already speculating. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. In the real world uh, trash compactor. Yeah. You know, that was another thing. Yeah. Captain Phasma. I saw that. In the comments. <laughs> is there a Dianoga in there? Come yeah, on. Exactly. Uh, and then the other big thing from Celebration that we haven't had a chance to talk about is the official confirmation of young Han Solo, which you have long been conflicted about. Oh my goodness. Yes, even though we all knew it, Alden Ehrenreich was finally confirmed as the new Han Solo. Alden took the stage during the future filmmaker panel discussion at Star Wars Celebration. And it was uh, actually in an interview that he gave exclusively to the Star Wars show that he talked a little bit about what it's like to be a part of this Star Wars universe. And something that I think was interesting that he mentioned was that he said it feels like being a part of a close-knit family making this movie in the sense Mm -hmm. that everyone is collaborating with each other and, quote, has a toe in everybody's film. So it feels really nice. Right. So he was talking not just about the pre-production of the Han Solo movie, but of all of the Star Wars movies of 8 and Rogue One and Han Solo all being developed right now at the same time. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And the little uh, B-roll that they showed as he was speaking of that panel was you really do see this kind of camaraderie between, you know, Chris Miller and Phil Lord and um, Ryan Johnson and John Boyega. They're all just kind of hugging it out. <laughs> and it, it kind of felt to me like, oh, this this is a new class of yeah. Star Wars. You know, they're like, they're they're graduating and they feel like they're, they're in this together. Yeah, it was amazing to see some of those clips where the uh, sort of veteran roles were being filled already by Mm. John Boyega Mm -hmm. and people from The Force Awakens where they didn't really have anything to talk about because they can't talk about eight too much. But just to add extra excitement, here's the old Star Wars standby from last year. (laughs) But but it really did, uh, it pointed out how quickly we're accepting them as they are the standard bearers of Star Wars. Oh, absolutely. And I think there was even a moment during, during the panel where John Boyega kind of looked over at uh, Alden Ehrenreich and was like, you're, you're going to be fine, man. Something to that type of thing where he's like comforting him. Yeah. Because can you imagine what that must feel like? Knowing that there's so much expectation and pressure, which actually was something I'm interested in hearing about from you, was watching that clip of him backstage. He had a very relaxed energy, very laid back. And at first I was like, mm-mm. No. <laughs> you weren't having it? No, no, no. But then <laughs> I thought about Harrison Ford, the man, and, and even Han Solo. And there's kind of that energy with Han as well. This kind of you know, laid back, I got everything under control yeah. vibe from him. What yeah. did you think? I thought so too. I think I have always been pro Alden. Mm. And this only made me more excited. Okay. Uh, because I think the subtext of almost everything he was saying is like, hey, it's me. Don't worry. I'm not gonna f this up. So it was like it felt like a very Han Solo vibe of like because he kept saying like the right things, the very respectful things. He's in that place where he can't actually answer with content because he can't reveal anything. And there are all these questions about what is it like to bear this responsibility and what's it like to be exposed to fans. And all of his answers were like, "It's thrilling. It, there, this is huge. This is it's indescribable how big this is." But don't worry, I got it. Mm-hmm. Right, which I think is interesting. It, it definitely is a different essence than say John Boyega when he was kind of filming uh, episode seven and like beforehand John is clearly a huge fan 
And he almost couldn't contain that excitement. Yeah. You know, being a part of the Star Wars world. Whereas Alden Ehrenreich, which I think really is a testament to how good he is going to be as Han Solo, is very confident, very sure of himself. And he's obviously excited, but I don't I don't know. There definitely was a... Uh, I'm sure he's a fan of Star Wars, but I just thought that that was an interesting dynamic. Between, yeah. You know, he's he's got it under control, like you said. Don't worry, fans. I'm going to be your Han Solo. Yeah, and it, it is uh, comforting as what the actor is saying. But then there's like those two sides, especially of young Han. Like in Empire, if mm. you watch it carefully, almost every beat, he says something cocky and then immediately mumbles the truth to himself and kind of takes it away. Mm. Where, you know, I think that's the charm of Han, of the the surface level bravado to convince everyone around him that he's got it. Well, he is perfectly aware himself that he doesn't have it. Oh, so, so true. It's sort of like we're seeing like the bravado side of Han Solo. Yeah. From all there and right, right away. It's like, don't worry, I got it. Yeah. And then as soon as the cameras went off, he's probably like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't. I can't even imagine what's going through his mind. But he he did win me over. Oh, he did. He okay, really good. did. Because I'm telling you that for the first few seconds, I'm like, nope. Nope. Uh, and his hair is is long, which I guess, you know, is kind of, I don't know if they're going to straighten it because obviously Han's yeah. hair is not curly. It's straight. But Han's hair at A New Hope was, you know, longer. Yeah. So we'll see. But by the end, yeah, he's a charming scoundrel. So you went from hashtag never Aaron Reich to... <laughs> I'm okay with this for now. Yeah. I'm okay <laughs> I'll tolerate with it. this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that the team and the fact that he said that everyone is collaborating with each other, yeah. they're not gonna let this movie fail. No. You know? I felt like it was really well edited to to uh assuage fears that he would not physically look enough like Harrison Ford. Because there were moments in that little interview where he smiled and he smiled in such a way that like it made his eyes a little bit yes. smaller and then they cut to an exact shot of Harrison Ford in A New Hope smiling roguishly yes. in a way that kind of made his eyes crinkle with charm. Right. It was like, oh, it's, this, it's a similar enough smile that you can work with it. Right. Yeah. It definitely. And I think they even mentioned in that panel about how uh, it was like six months of auditioning the different Hans right. and actors, and then the screen test was with him and Chewie on the Falcon, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I can, I, wow, that would be pretty exciting. Right. In the story that he was the first person they saw. Right. Then they saw 3,000 other people. That's also just a kind of great narrative. The same way with Harrison Ford, there's the narrative of we, George Lucas didn't want him, but he read Han Solo with all the other actors, and finally he's like, oh, all right. So like, mm. he's already got his own little... Han Solo story, just like Harrison Ford does behind the scenes. Well, we're rooting for him. Yeah, I'm super excited. I am excited. And another thing I am excited about, Yeah, Space Monkey. The star of Rogue One, uh, at least in my mind, known as the Space Monkey, (laughs) now has a name and a species. Uh, Lucasfilm's Pablo Hidalgo exclusively revealed on the Star Wars show that the Space Monkey's name is Bistan. Or as I like to say... Bistan. <laughs> you feel it should be French. Oh, and with his with his vibe and his attitude, Bistan is so much more appropriate. Um, and we also learned that he is okay, uh, an Iacaru. Iacaru, yes, that's his species. Okay. Um, and his specialty is being a door gunner on a U-wing fighter. If we want to learn more, we're gonna have to wait. Which, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll take what I can get. The first thing I want to discuss is. Okay, so this is not Warwick Davis's character because he is a lot taller than I okay. thought he was. Did you by any chance see that clip of him coming out on the celebration stage? I don't know how I somehow missed this. Uh, I just saw it this morning. Yeah, yeah. so he's 
he's a lot taller, right? He's got to be at least like. Yeah, but it could be maybe stilts or some sort was, of. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or maybe Warwick Davis is uh, playing him in the film, but the person who was dancing around on stage was not Warwick Davis. Right, right. I did not like that he was taller. Okay. I wanted him to be a little bit. <laughs> I did. I wanted him to be a little bit more like a, like a rocket raccoon. You know? Okay. Kind of you that wanted kind of... A, a cute little pocket space monkey. That is what I wanted. <laughs> and apparently he is not that. Um, so, somebody from Entertainment Weekly, I think Anthony uh, Bresnikin, said that he kind of resembles Ernest Borgnine. Okay. Which is kind of true oh, with yeah, those yeah. wild eyebrows and that funny expression. And uh, yeah, I want that action figure. Yeah, I want that action figure too. I am fascinated by all of this because I think that this is maybe one of the first beats where the story group in the Lucasfilm machine is totally in sync with fans of mm. no matter how small the role is, we will lose our minds if we want to right. about an incredibly tiny character. So all we've seen of Space Monkey is <laughs> like a half second shot of him being directed to scream in a fun way yeah. while he shoots and it's classic Star Wars. He looks great. But I've already seen a quote from Gareth Edwards following up on this saying, just so you know, it's it's not a large role. Right. So he's already handling us. But instead of like Lucasfilm having an attitude of like, it's just a space monkey in the background for probably one shot. Mm. Instead, they're like, you guys like freaking out about this. So great. Here's his species. Here's his role. Here's his name. We're going to get out in front of this. I, I, if I felt like I was a kid again where I was diving into this new world where I'm like, oh my gosh, what's his species? Tell me his name. Let me learn more <laughs> about this character. And yeah, it's true. I think that he is probably going to only have maybe a couple scenes or be relegated to the background. But when he came on the screen in that, that uh, sizzle reel, I was like, oh, yes, this is a war film. But this is a Star Wars film. Right. Just that. It was this mix of um, humor in yeah. that moment. It's and just fun. Be fun, exactly. Yeah, it is a sentient being madly firing at something else during a war. But you're like, fun. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go, space monkey. Go. <laughs> Will um, you be mad if uh, Bistan, the space monkey, has only that one scene? If it is literally two seconds, would yes. you be like... I will be mad. Even if you can still get an action figure. I'll be happy. They'll they'll make me a little bit happier about that, but I need to see him. I need to see more of his swagger. I need to right. hear, does he, you know, what kind of language does he speak? Give me something. Right. To, and then you're going to have to, you know, do some sort of spinoff novel with him. A spinoff novel. <laughs> or maybe his own solo film. <laughs> or maybe that. Or maybe I will have to make my own fan film oh i think you should absolutely that i'll get great. my i'll get my action figure and i'll do like my own stop motion fan <laughs> film <laughs> yeah now that we know that he's taller you could dress up you could portray <gasps> bistan oh my god but see that was the thing was i was already thinking oh my gosh i can dress up my daughter as bistan like this will be perfect you know she's one now that that changes things i'm gonna have to fulfill that role i believe in you i think you can do it i'm <laughs> as confident in your casting of bistan as i am as Alden Alden Ironreich is Han Solo. I think you're set. I'm a little aggro at times. I'll admit that. Um, so, yeah. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of other things that came out of San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Not as huge of a presence uh, for Star Wars. They didn't mm -hmm. really, they aren't doing any huge panel. Uh, as we're recording, the Delray official panel hasn't happened. But the right. Hasbro and another just general publishing panel has happened. And there's been lots that's trickled out. Uh, from that, and one of the really cool things is that the third book in the Aftermath series by Chuck Wendig, Aftermath, colon, Empire's End, <laughs> they confirmed that that is going to feature 
the Battle of Jakku and therefore touch the Force Awakens in lots of <laughs> fun ways. And the back of the book is a picture on Jakku of an at-at or an at-at, if mm. you're one of those people. Yes. I accept. Uh, it Burning, that is clearly uh, Ray's future home. And you mentioned that it's going to be released in January of next year. Yeah. Which is very, very soon because Life Debt just came out. Yeah, like a week ago. What do you think in terms of that that pacing? I sometimes feel like, and I and I love Star Wars, they, they just want to give us more and more. It's like we can't even catch our breaths, which is kind of awesome, but yeah. also it can be difficult. I'm trying to keep up. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely hard to keep up with, uh, but I also feel like it is maybe a sort of positive, almost fever brain result of that communal energy that mm. Alden Ehrenreich was talking about because it seems like they are synced to uh, events like the schedules are moving around because maybe if the Thrawn decision got made at a certain time to ha add him to rebels and they're like well crap then th we want to do a Thrawn book and that Thrawn book has to come out at exactly this time then right. and maybe you know with this whole 30 years uh in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens I think maybe there's some urgency to clear up specific ideas so certain ideas are like handled, set aside, acknowledged, dealt with, mm. and then others are very clearly a mystery. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's just some juggling going on with that. I think you're absolutely right. I think, and I also think the way that we um, that we digest content nowadays is so much quicker. It is, you know, this whole notion of binge watching things. So I think for people who are able to keep up, this is this is exactly the right timing for someone like that. Yeah, and I think the aftermath, the whole series in retrospect is once we can see the decisions of why each book was released when it was, it's going to be a fascinating publication history because I think some of the problems that people had with the first book with just straight up aftermath is that it was tied to the journey to the Force Awakens. Once we all saw Force Awakens, we understood that they didn't want to tell us anything really mm. about Luke, Leia, and Han, which led to us all being sort of disappointed. But I think good old Mr. Wendig's hands were utterly tied right. now i've started life dead i haven't finished it but life dead already feels much richer because it's got the information from the force awakens it's got information from bloodline even though bloodline happens much later mm. we learn things about that 30-year span so life debt just feels much more in the groove of this new universe that we're learning right and i can only imagine you know chuck wendig when people are, are criticizing him he's like hey. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.